A Florida man blew up a customer's mailbox over non-payment. A Florida man will no longer be selling his delicious nuts. An argument over a circumcised penis leads to an arrest in Florida. A wanted Florida man asked the police to take his picture off the internet. And a Florida man totaled his truck because he was smoking his crack pipe. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And they are all from the wonderful state of Florida. Because on Friday on Weird AF News, we only do weird news from Florida. It's Florida Friday on Weird AF News. Wee Florida! A Florida man wasn't paid... So he blew up a mailbox. A Florida man is accused of exploding someone's mailbox. This was after there was a dispute about payment. In regards to some landscaping services, and the sheriff's office had to arrest Peter Dusick, age 29. This took place on Friday. Deputies say Peter showed up at the home on Thursday evening to pick up some payment for some landscaping services. The owner of the home told Peter to come come tomorrow because uh, that's when he'd be able to pay for the landscaping services. Well, Peter came back the next day and uh, the mother of the homeowner said that her son was not home. So Peter couldn't get paid that day. What did he do about it, though? I think he'd come back later that night or the next day or maybe call the guy. No, no. Peter's a Florida man. This is not how he solves his problems. He solves his problems problems with uh, gunfire, explosions, and maybe exposing his genitalia. I mean, all of these things are on the menu for a Florida man when it comes to resolving non-payment. So Peter got back into his black SUV. He drove down the road. He turned around, went back, put something inside the mailbox, and then minutes later, it exploded. Yeah, there's surveillance video from local homeowners showing the mailbox exploding. Now, it seems that this Florida man, Peter, doesn't have a lot of experience blowing up mailboxes because in this particular case, he used way too much explosive material because not only did it destroy the mailbox, it bent the street sign next to the mailbox, lit some shrubbery on fire, and it threw shrapnel all over the place. One of the neighbors was outside and was nearly struck with these pieces of shrapnel that came raining down from the sky. It says here Peter was already listed as a violent felony offender for a special of special concern. <laughs> a violent felony offender of special concern. That is hilarious. Do you think the police department just has this file? Hey, do you have that file of the felony offenders who are a special concern? We need to look through that now and then. We need to put some... Well, I mean, it concerns us, these felons. So special concerns with these people. They might blow up something in the neighborhood. Peter was on parole for a previous sentence. Doesn't say what he did. Um, I imagined he, uh, well, maybe he blew something up at a gender reveal party. Seems like that's what people like to do. He's facing some charges, including discharging a destructive device. Yes, that's right. Also, possession of a destructive device. You can't have destructive devices on your person, nor you cannot discharge them as well. But if you're going to discharge a destructive device, you know, non-payment might be a good reason. <laughs> reason. I, must jo- <laughs> I am choking. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was a bill collector for a little while. I had to call people and ask them to pay bills, demand for them to pay bills. They would go tell me to F myself and hang up most of the time. 
I never thought to tell them if you don't pay, my client is going to blow up your mailbox. That would have been maybe effective. I don't know. A Florida man won't be selling his nuts any longer. A Jacksonville gourmet boiled peanut entrepreneur is closing his first brick-and-mortar restaurant slightly more than a year since it opened. It's called Randy's Nuts Express. Randy's Nuts. Have you guys ever had Randy's Nuts? I heard they're delicious. Randy's Nuts has to shut its doors permanently. This is according to the owner and chef, the famous Randy Waters. He announced it on his Facebook page that Randy Waters will no longer be offering his nuts. He posted that the closure resulted from investors purchasing the lease of this restaurant. He thanked his customers and said that a sports bar might move into his restaurant space instead. Randy couldn't be reached for comment about his nuts. It was unknown whether he might revive selling his nuts roadside. He used to have a boiled peanut stand on the side of the road, apparently. That's how he got going. He's a U.S. Air Force veteran and chef. Randy elevated boiled peanuts from a humble roadside snack all the way to gourmet fare. He sold his nuts with a rotation of at least 60 different flavors from a roadside stand for five years before launching that restaurant, which was the first of its kind. The first boiled peanut-centric establishment in all of Florida, possibly the world. His gourmet nuts had garnered loyal customers throughout northeast Florida and southeast Georgia as well. Some people drove up to 50 miles on a weekend day for a, a cup packed to the brim with Randy's nuts. Randy's delicious nuts. The restaurant showcased Cajun-Asian fusion nuts. It also offered karaoke. Oh, how'd you guys like to sing karaoke while you sing, while you, while you eat Randy's nuts? Now, what, in your opinion, would be the proper karaoke song to sing while you're eating Randy's nuts? Randy's delicious Cajun-Asian nuts. I'm going to say it's, I've got big balls, you've got big balls, he's got big balls, she's got big balls, but we've got the biggest balls of them all. Except for instead of balls, you say nuts, right? That's pretty funny, right? Anybody? Okay. Well, it remains to be seen what's going to happen if Randy's nuts. We'll have to just follow his Facebook page to see any updates if he's going to offer his nuts to the community anytime soon. He probably should. Seems like a very popular product. Anybody who's doing great things in Florida, you know, you got to give him a shout out. I try and give him some credit on the show on my Florida Friday episodes. It's just hard to find somebody in Florida that's, you know, doing something acceptable with his nuts, you know, not pulling them out at a bus stop or a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> An argument over circumcised penises leads to an arrest in Florida. A 28-year-old Florida man was arrested for allegedly battering his ex-boyfriend. It took place during an early morning argument about circumcised genitals. Circumcised genitals. Yeah, this is a very controversial topic. People are either for or against it. It's kind of like pineapple on the pizza. People feel very strongly about uncircumcised genitals, especially in the U.S. Now, Kyle Perez is the Florida man in this story here. He confronted the victim, who they're not naming, for, uh, for not having any compassion for his desire for uncircumcised penises. Okay, so Kyle is saying he 
he really desires uncircumcised penises, and his ex-boyfriend doesn't have any compassion for that. Um, but, I mean, at this point, does it even matter? This is your ex. You know, why confront him now about your desire for uncircumcised penises? And by the way, if your ex doesn't have an uncircumcised penis, I mean, what are we talking about here? You, you can't then recircumcise your penis, from my understanding. I mean, can you do that? I don't know. They can reconstruct every genitalia, it seems, these days. I mean, you can, I think you can remove your penis and put a vagina there as well. So probably you can recircumcise your penis. Well, Kyle likes him, and his ex doesn't, doesn't respect that, apparently. So what a time to talk about it when after you guys have already broken up early in the morning. Go over the house. Just, just get it out. Just showing up. You know, I got something on my mind. I never told you when we were together. But I, I love uncircumcised penises. And you don't have any compassion for my desire for that. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't even know that you had. I didn't know that you desired uncircumcised penises. I don't have one, and you never mentioned it. I mean, it seems like a strange time to bring it up. We're we're not together anymore, and it is. It's it's eight a.m. Uh, maybe it seems like a nighttime conversation. <laughs> maybe a conversation for the strip club over beers. Maybe. Now, police say that the argument escalated, and that Perez grabbed the victim and struck him in the face. That's not okay, causing injuries to arm and face. Turns out Perez allegedly scratched the victim while pulling his hair as well. When the officers arrived on the scene, Perez fled the scene and hid in an alley. After being apprehended, Perez told the police the victim complaints were wrong and they were only arguing about penis circumcision. He didn't attack him. They were only arguing, arguing about the circumcision situation. Turns out Perez, by the way, is circumcised. I don't know why we need to know that. We really need to know if the other guy is circumcised or not. That's what we need. If, is the victim circumcised? I assume yes. But that would be helpful information. And we need to know if, if Perez's current boyfriend is circumcised or not. You know, I think that's important for the story. It's, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. A wanted Florida man asked the police to please take his picture off the internet. A wanted man in Palm Beach County, Florida, could not have made things any easier for the police when he walked into the police station asking them to please take his wanted photo off of the Internet and social media. Well, he wasn't pleased. It wasn't getting a lot of likes. He was like, guys, can you swap out this picture? I'm going to send you one that I took at a wedding last weekend. I look amazing. I'm wearing a bow tie. It's much better. You're going to get a lot of shares on Facebook. I know you care about your Facebook activity, police department. Let's get some, get some more information about this guy. 37-year-old Moise Dorslin. I think I said that properly. He strolled right into the lobby on Monday of the police station, asking for someone to take his picture off of social media. <laughs> the man was referring to the photos that the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office posted last week because this guy, Moise, is a man wanted for stealing a cell phone at a mobile gas station on May 15th. A very strange crime. Now, according to the investigators, this Florida man, genius, Moise, said that he recognized himself in the pictures that were shared by the sheriff's office online. And uh, so he decided to go explain to the detectives that he did not steal the phone. He did pick the phone up, but he didn't steal it. <laughs> I did pick it up. I did walk away with it. I brought it home. Uh, I reset it 
and uh, put my own information on it. But I didn't steal it. I was really, I was merely borrowing it. I thought I might borrow it for the weekend, you know. But that's not really stealing. I was going to go bring it back to the gas station and give it to that gentleman. That's not stealing, though. I was just going to use the phone for a weekend. I mean, come on, let's be reasonable here. Can you take my photo down, by the way? My facial hair is really not up to par on that photo. Let me shave. I'll give you a new one. And while we're at, oh, I'm being arrested? Oh, I'm being arrested. Okay, all right. You're about to take my mug shot? Hold on, hold on. You got a comb? You got any? Listen, I got to look good for the mug shot, all right? A Florida man cannot drive a tractor-trailer truck and smoke meth at the same time, turns out. A tractor-trailer delivery driver is facing methamphetamine possession charges after crashing into the back of a Publix shopping center yesterday. His name is Michael Calvo. He's age 51. He was making a delivery in the back of the shopping center with his big-ass tractor-trailer truck when the truck tore an awning off the building, and then it hit an unoccupied, thankfully, pickup truck, pushing it for about 200 feet. Sounds like he did more than just hit the pickup truck. He was trying to drive through it. But, you know, he's on meth. You know, it's hard to stop going when you're on meth. You just want to go, 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 you know. I tried meth once, and I immediately went looking for a bouncy house. I was like, where's that nearest bouncy house? I'm going to bounce for hours. These kids ain't seen anybody bounce like this, I'll tell you right now. Wee! Now, here's where it gets real good. When an officer approached our Florida man, Calvo, following this crash, he stated that he thought he was being pranked by a television show, and he wouldn't immediately come out of the tractor-trailer truck. He thought he was being pranked by a TV show. No, you're not being pranked, bro. You're breaking laws. That's what's going on. You're breaking real laws in real life, sir. (laughs) Police say that Calvo's erratic behavior caused a commotion in the shopping center. Oh, no, really? A commotion? Who would have thought? He almost tore the building off. Uh, Many employees and customers showed up to see what was going on. What's going on over here? Oh, just a Florida man on meth trying to operate a tractor-trailer truck. By the way, he's an official delivery driver, you know, approved by some organization. And he had to get his tractor-trailer driver's license. That's not easy. After a few minutes, the police were able to remove Calvo from the truck after they convinced him, no, this isn't a TV show, sir. You're driving a tractor-trailer truck on meth and crashing into shit. (laughs) This is not a prank show. That's not how they work, sir. That's not how they work. Like, you think a a television production company somehow knew that on this day, at this time, you were going to be smoking crack and driving a tractor-trailer truck, and they thought, what a great time to shoot this. That's not how it works, man. (laughs) Okay, so the officers were able to remove him from the truck. They asked if he fell asleep. Do you think he fell asleep? He's driving over pickup trucks for 200 feet. <laughs> they asked if he was drinking or experiencing a medical emergency. Wow, they really give him the benefit of the doubt. This is a Florida man. I mean, you're really going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. Sir, what's wrong? Are you, what are you going through right now? You having a bad day as you try to drive through a grocery store? Now, after asked if he was experiencing a medical emergency, Calvo responded by saying, quote, I was smoking my meth pipe. (laughs) No, no, no medical emergency here. I was just smoking my meth pipe as I usually do when I make these deliveries. (laughs) The meth pipe allows me to make my deliveries quicker. Normally, I just make four deliveries a day, but on my meth pipe, I can make eight deliveries a day. And of course, I'm going to drive over a few uh, unoccupied vehicles. I may take the roof off a building or two. You know, who knows? 
I may drive over some shopping carts and scare some customers, but, you know, overall, I'm much more productive on my meth pipe. We have a quote from the Haines City Deputy Police Chief Lloyd Stewart. He says, we appreciate Mr. Calvo's honest response to our questions, but using meth is illegal and could have cost someone their life. (laughs) We appreciate the honesty, but, you know, meth is illegal, but we appreciate the honesty. It's hard to find an honest meth pipe smoker out there that destroys public property. It's difficult, I tell you. Most of the time they deny the meth. They try to put that pipe in a crevice in their body. They don't admit that they even have it on. That's drug You know what it is, man. That's drug paraphernalia. That is drug paraphernalia, and it's not okay. You can't hide your drug paraphernalia. We're going to find it. We are going to find it. We know you have drug paraphernalia because you just drove through a shopping center, sir. Now, Calvo was arrested and charged with possession of methamphetamine, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest without violence, and possession of narcotics. What? Say it with me on three. One, two, three. Paraphernalia. Ah, I'm drinking coffee with Bailey's today because it's Friday and it's a long weekend, holiday weekend coming up, at least in the United States. We have Memorial Day on Monday. I hope you guys have a long weekend. I'm very proud and happy to lead you into this long holiday weekend with a with an episode of Florida Friday. Uh, I, the stories were great. I want to thank everybody who sent me these stories. Very helpful. If you guys want to send me anything, you know, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to call the show, Please do so. 646-450-2012. Leave me a little mensaje. And I want to give thanks to Lisa Durig. Lisa's an OG fan of the show, a patron as well. And um, she's just, she's given me so much support over the years. She's, she's lovely. Her whole family, they're all fans of Weird AF News. It says here, Lisa and family bought me coffees. That's right, off my website, weirdafnews.com. You can buy me coffees. And she wrote me a very touching note as well. She wrote... Jonesy, your recent heartfelt outro asked that we should hug our children and make sure everyone knows we love them. Everyone in our house is now constantly reminding each other that we love each other. It's not funny as per your usual humor, but I'm sending coffees to you for reminding us that life is precious. Thank you, Lisa and family. I appreciate that. Lisa also sent me a very long email saying similar things, and I'm just so appreciative. I'm I'm glad that... You know, and I mean, I don't even know if everybody listens to the outro. Some people probably just click away after the last story. But, you know, those of you who listened and wrote to me about that, uh, that you were touched and that you're telling people that you love them. I I like that. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that, um, you know, you you got something else out of the episode. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm here to entertain and hopefully make you laugh and be a distraction. But, you know, there's certain times where I I just got to reach out and touch you on a different level. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that I did so. It makes me feel good. I can use this platform to make people feel better and, and remind everybody that life is precious when I, when I feel like I need to. And that's how I felt this week. And, and I'm, some of you have reached out to me about that, and I'm, I'm grateful. And uh, yeah, so all weekend, I mean, this is a big weekend for socializing, usually going to be around loved ones and stuff. So, you know, make it special. Make it special because it really is. And uh, yeah, if you guys would like to uh, support the show like Lisa did, uh, go to weirdafnews.com and uh, you can buy me coffee or join the Patreon as well. You can do that over there. Or just drop me an email and say hi. Funnyjones at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from listeners. Uh, my Instagram is at funnyjones. You can see where I'm performing comedy shows or you can, you can slide into my DMs. I welcome that. Please slide into my DMs. Say hello. I answer most of them. 
if they go into the right inbox, you know, <laughs> sometimes they slip into some weird one and I'm like, how did it get in here? Um, but yeah, yeah. Reach me on the gram at funny Jones, Twitter at funny Jones as well. I hope you're having a lovely holiday weekend, everyone. And I uh, will see you on, uh, will I do an episode Monday? Yeah, maybe I will. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. We'll see what I'm, what condition I'm in. Jonesy might be, uh, drunk at a barbecue. Who knows? Let's see how it goes. <laughs>